Welcome to the second episode of Keto's Corner. If you're wondering where we got the name Keto's Corner from, I am Keto. I'm sitting in the corner of the studio. I know, mind blown. Who'd have thought? This isn't exactly how I wanted podcasts to be done, as you know that I had spent a lot of money developing a studio and the equipment for that podcast before COVID hit and we haven't been able to get that up and running or use it. Like I'm currently using my Blue Yeti microphone here, which I use for my streaming setup and haven't even touched any of the proper podcast equipment. So hopefully in the near future, we'll get to use some of that. I even had people during the week texting me saying, oh, would you not rent out the studio space? But then there's, I was like, I've already thought about that. But then there's a whole disinfection between different individuals coming in, renting a space and running all that. And it's just really not um, viable at the current stage to do such. So you can thank the internet going down that I'm recording this episode. I've even put on the lights for those that are watching on a visual setup just to make it a bit more appealing than looking at me because this was never uh, supposed to be just me talking about things. It was supposed to be interactive with other individuals about different topics. Uh, So over the last couple of nights, I've been throwing up on my stories here and there that um, just different things about 2020 and really got me thinking about a couple of things. So I just thought I'd share these experience with with you. Um, if you want to stick around and listen to me shite on about this for the next, like, I can't imagine it would take more than a half an hour then to talk about all this type of stuff. But each individual has had a different 2020. Now, this time last year, coming up to December, um, you know, I was dating a girl that I, I thought was quality, um, and then that went to shit. If you want me to talk about that in this or in a specific other episode, let me know. The, the claim that I already went through in the first episode, and let me take a minute to thank everyone for listening to that first episode it meant a lot the reactions that i got from it were um unbelievable i didn't think that people would react to my story the way that they reacted to it and it really was uh unbelievable to hear people um give me those responses so to you i want to thank you very much for listening in the first place and for getting in touch so I posted last night, right, this is the whole premise of this episode, that I lost out because of this year, or just in this year, I lost out on a passive income of 75000 Now, people might be going, Pete, where are you going with that? Like, how did you miss out on that? Everything, pull the figure out of my arse. So... As I had stated near the end of the first episode, this year I lost out on the ability to purchase a house. Uh, The deal fell through near the end of the deal because the other individual involved pulled out. That's the only reason that didn't go through. So I had spent the last, 
like four years in college and I had saved up during that time the deposit amount in whole for a house. And I really wanted to get that done because of, as I said, the fear of homelessness. I wanted to get the house done uh, and it was going to be a great source of income for me. It wasn't going to be like my family home going forward. I was going to rent it out, make money on it. And then what I was going to do was develop the land that came with the house. And that's where the additional money was going to come from. And then from the money made from that, constantly reinvest that into property. Now, as you know, that didn't go through. So I slept with <laughs> just broken dreams of things that I thought were going to um, basically solidify my financial freedom for the rest of my life. Um, the money that would have been made from the two property deals in one would have been around just over 55000 for the first year. And then, as I said, it was going to then reinvest that into other properties. And for those that aren't aware, here in Ireland, when it comes to buying property, if you're a first-time buyer, you need 10%. And if you're a second-time buyer, you need 20%. So I was going to stump up the whole amount for the first one. I was actually giving the individual a really good deal because they were afraid of missing out on their first time. Uh, opportunities of purchase, purchasing a house that would then be the 20% and I was basically giving them their half of the deposit after the first year and in my head I was like right this all happened all collapsed every time end of January start of February and in my head from this time last year I had convince myself right now I'm currently doing a master's in data analytics and at the time I was contemplating it was a void that you know I had just gotten my honours degree and it was never something that I really wanted throughout like my whole life oh, get people that are like oh I need to get a master's and need to do this and I was literally like as soon as I got my honours degree, I was like, I'm not letting everyone else one-up me. And I was like, right. It's kind of on my shoulder here. Want to get that done. But I didn't know what I wanted to do a master's in. And uh, in my head, I was like, right. This time last year, it's going to get the house. From getting the house and the income, that was going to secure my payments coming in for the longevity of the possibility of doing a master's as well as reinvesting the money made from renting it into other properties. We then have, what I was going to do was I was going to spend the first six months of 2020 living over in Liverpool. I was going to rent an apartment on a, uh, the Albert Dock, and I was going to be there for six months because I wanted to experience that. I wanted to live away 
from Ireland for a bit because I've been working constantly for the last 12 years um, for other individuals. You know, I've been dealing at boardroom level in business for the last 11 years. And it was something that I was kind of thrown into. It wasn't something that I actively pursued. And this was the one thing that I really wanted to pursue was to go over there for six months. Yeah, say I already had the additional like six grand rent ready for living over there for the six months and to go over there just see what I was like because I as you know I'm an avid Liverpool fan uh, I love Liverpool City like you hear people go on about Dublin and what Dublin's like and Liverpool is 100 times better it's, it's the same as like anywhere you go to Miami you go to Florida you go all these different places New York and everyone's like unbelievable that's where I wanted to be well I wanted to go to Liverpool because I love the place to bits. And uh, yeah. So <laughs> literally everything fell apart at the beginning of this year. For me personally. Uh, as I stated at the start. You know, I won't go too much into it on this episode. I'll go into it on another one. But as I said I was dating that girl from the end of last year. And I thought... Know, this is the one she's you know and uh basically she just broke my heart and it was something that i've never experienced before because i've always been the one that would break hearts and <laughs> it happened on the morning of the slipknot concert at the start of the year and I remember going up to Dublin and all I could think about was her and I rang my friend Enrielle. I actually woke her up. She was asleep at the time. I had a conversation. I was like, what do I do? I was like, like my head is all over the place about this. And she was like, <laughs> I'd love you to do the kind of Cinderella story and drive out to her or whatever. And before the concert started I was in bits then after the concert instead of going out in Dublin I drove I drove to her house and told her I was outside and um, what she was going to conversation we had in the car then I knew I had an opportunity to you know, win her back and like make a move but it wasn't going to do to me what the other fella did to me and I know a lot of people be like oh but you should have done it you should have just done it fuck it no you don't have your morals what do you have I was like look you've already done this on me with him and I'm not going to do the same back and look they're still in a relationship to this day so look happy for them not <laughs> but I was the bigger man it's it's one thing especially like bro code is everything you know F that guy see broke bro code and that was the start of the year literally 
Um, then only a couple of weeks later, Bella pulls out the mortgage deal for the house, and it just felt like everything, everything was collapsing. <laughs> and then COVID comes along. And believe it or not, people are going to say this is quite controversial. But COVID was probably the best thing that's happened to me in a long time. And I know people are going to be like, so many people died, you can't say that. Yeah. Look, it's been an awful tragedy all year. We've all, look, I've I've taken the restrictions to heart because I've got elderly parents that are at high risk and I need to make sure that I don't infect them if I got it. Lucky no one close to me, like me, my friends, I've had cousins that have nearly died from it. So when I say that COVID couldn't have come at a better time for me, it's just personally, it gave me liberation from all the bad um, that happened at the start of the year. I was able to start focusing on projects that I had put off for ages. Like guys that know me know that I wanted to get this podcast up and running for God knows how long. Because I just love stories and I love talking to people. And one of my old friends, he just always like, he would just shut up. <laughs> just because I talk so much, you know. So I really wanted to get, that's the best thing. Like I had like, most of my working career has been in customer relationships, right? From business development, account management, operations management. It's all been customer base so i've always gotten on great with clients and i've always enjoyed learning their lives and you know changing those stories back and forth uh with other individuals and that's why i wanted to get the podcast up and running was actually like share uh insights from everyone's lifestyles and that's why we got the uh, the other podcast, the KRH Experience, which was going to be about people's careers, because everyone's got a LinkedIn profile nowadays, which is basically a blank CV for most people, and there's a lot of shite on LinkedIn. We'll get into that another topic, but I was given, trying to give people a platform to actually talk about their careers. So... COVID hit, and as I said, it was it was very liberating for me because I was overworked and underappreciated, and I know a lot of people can appreciate that. But me as an individual, I've always given a hundred percent at whatever job that I've been in. I've never once called in sick. I've never missed a day in what twelve years of working. Um, yeah, 12 years, man, since I had my first job with LMFM back in transition year. But, like, I've always committed to the cause, no matter what thing it was. I always gave 100%. And as I said, it was always for their beneficiary, not mine. So it gave me the opportunity to actually expand into different areas. But once again, the problem is... Right, I always aim for the moon when it comes to these things. 
and then other individuals can't see it, and they're always looking at, like, this level. So it's always hard to try and break through your vision with someone that just doesn't have the same concepts to you. When they're perfectly happy, they're thinking, I'm making 35,000. Oh, I'm absolutely killing it. You're like, yeah, you are killing it. 100%. I want to make 35,000 a month. Like, there's there's levels to this. So I always give massive amounts into what ways I can make money. Because I don't, for those that don't know me, like I don't come from a privileged background. Everything you see in the picture here, the majority of it I paid for. Yeah, there'll be a couple of gifts here and there. But, like, I left college at the, at the end of first year because my father was sick. Um, they were going to replace him and job. And I, I was working with him at the time. And I said, here, I've been understudy for a bit. Let me take on the responsibility. And I'll always be grateful to David and Alec for giving me that opportunity because I was able to maintain that the family had money basically so there's that's probably one of the main reasons that i'm always so ambitious to try and get a like a massive success of income <laughs> i won't leave a stone unturned like this podcast i know i know people that have said to me keith if you did something like you know fiverr and said oh I'd listen to you read my <laughs> lecturer's books and all this for college. It'd be much better than me listening to like different audio books and everything. And don't think that I haven't thought about <laughs> doing that. But like, there's literally nothing that I haven't kind of thought about. Like cryptocurrency, you know, putting all my money on a, a red on a roulette, you know, just madness. But at the same time, you've got to be one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten was that whatever you make, save half of it and the other half you can spend. Doesn't mean you have to spend the other half during the week, but delegate your money as such. And I've been doing that for 10 years. So when it comes to finances, you can have your... Uh, qualifications, your level 7 qualifications to say that you're an advisory but if you want to know how to manage real finances day to day finances i tell you all about it excuse me while I take a sip of my coffee yeah, so the last couple of nights I I posted that saying that I missed out on 75,000 this year Um. As I said, that development with the house would have brought in about 55 of that. And then the other, there would have been another development within that that would have brought in another extra bit of income that would have brought it up to the 75. So that's what I missed out on this year. And it's when it happened at the start, I was really kind of like put all your effort over the last number of years and it didn't go through and as I said I had this whole ideology of this was going to happen and then I'd go off everything be dandy so then when that didn't happen 
I immediately went, right. I've got the deposit there. That didn't go through. I've got this other chip on my shoulder of the Masters. And the reason I've got this chip on my shoulder about the Masters is that I didn't do very well points-wise in my leaving cert. And I know that there's individuals that specifically looked at looked down on me for not doing well in my leaving cert when I was 18 who had just lost nearly 10 stone at the time it's going through a, a lot I had to have um I got note leading up to leaving cert that I was getting an abdominal plasty operation in September of that year and I didn't care about the leaving cert at all. I was like, right, for those that don't know, an abdominal plasty is when they cut off your loose skin and then stitch you back up. So because I lost all that weight in the time span of six months, it was far too quick, it wasn't right. And I know that my sister thought uh, I was bulimic and just not healthy at the time, which I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't bulimic. <laughs> But, like, I was really weak as well. And I'll go through all that kind of, like, white issue thing in another episode. But I've got that chip on my shoulder because as a youth, I was, like, right, I was obsessed with getting rid of this loose skin. It was driving me demented. Looking back, it's really stupid. Like, I've got this scar going hip to hip that I tell individuals that I got <laughs> got bitten by a shark on holidays. Like, the stories you can come up with this um, scar is great. I've got mileage out of on nights out before. But I didn't care about the leaving cert. I didn't understand the capabilities of like what a good leaving cert could do for you. Uh and the education because like my parents weren't from kind of like that that mindset. So it wasn't kind of like honed in on me. And it's basically get this masters to show everyone that I've literally climbed up every ring of the educational ladder you could do like after the leaving cert had my operation was out of action for like four months so I had to defer my college place while I was off my college place I did a Monday night course in correlation with the college one so I'd be honed in going into it um Got the level seven, then from the level seven did the honors degree, and then I'm going to be up doing a master's, getting my level nine. Like, <laughs> so for anyone that looks down on people for just getting a poor leaving cert result, fuck you. <laughs> There's so much better qualities. I'll never forget Frank Daly saying that your points do not determine you as a man. And it was so true. Hard work, graft, everything. So much more important. Like, it's so stupid. Like, how many individuals <laughs> use use Irish nowadays? Like, that took it in secondary school. There's so many subjects that have no correlation with life that people try and base it off. So, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm completing this Masters. And, as I said, I wanted to... I wanted to have... The financial freedom from the properties to be able to pay for the masters and then uh secure an income 
throughout the Masters. But that didn't go ahead, so I've basically just paid the money myself um, to secure to secure my place in this um pay for it, pay for the expenses throughout the weeks and i know that like one of my sisters was like oh, are you going to work through this and i got a text from a friend saying oh there's this job opportunity here for you if you'd like and i'm like no i'm during my undergrad i worked full time and i narrowly missed out on a first class honors by like two percent from working full-time so i was like you know what i want to take this college year to specifically focus on this and get this done i don't care about anything else regarding i was like i've got the money there and be assured that you know hard times have hit this year but i've got that little backing behind me because the house didn't go through so it's like, oh, thanks for a job offer, but I'm going to continue doing the podcast. I'm going to continue streaming. And the streaming thing wasn't actually like my idea. It was other lads that had gotten on to me to say, keep getting into streaming. And I was like, right, okay. And it just so happened I started streaming, you know, when COVID hit and all the boys back on and it was a great way to kind of gather a group of lads that COVID had like destroyed the routine and it was I know they were all like what do we do but a lot so much uncertainty so it was a way when we couldn't get together that we could get together and that's the only reason that I started streaming was literally that and the content that I create is to bring some type of entertainment your way during these shitty times so, so yeah, i'll keep on trying to do that during this pandemic um look if it hits off it hits off and if it doesn't it doesn't we're having a blast doing it um yeah so that's been my 2020 there's not much more. As I said, it's coming up to 30 minutes. This is all that I really wanted to get to. I know it was kind of all over the shop, but as I said, it's uh, it's an episode that's been thrown together because the internet's off. I just wanted to talk about a couple of things because I know a couple of people wanted to, wanted to hear another episode. So what I'm going to have planned for next couple episodes is, if you want... And I know, look, things in these episodes haven't exactly been very bright so far. But that's just the reality of life. Like, things aren't always great. And I know people will be like, oh, Keith, you're so enthusiastic and you're so happy whenever we see you. And it's just like, yeah, I deal with massive amount of shit too. And just letting people know that, like, the happiest uh, happy people go through these hard times. Like, you're not alone when it comes to this shit. All going through it. So, the next couple episodes, what I want to talk about, right? If you'll listen to me, relationships, 
because I've had a bumpy ride with that. And I know a lot of other people have. And I want to talk about the weight loss. I want to talk about, go more in depth into that. I know that my friend Killian wants to get on the show because myself and Killian had very similar transformations. So I want to get his perspective on things when you go and you lose that amount of weight. Because I know with me that for years I'd constantly get onto a scale every morning and weigh myself constantly. And so like calorie counting and everything's been in my life for the last like 12 years. So I want to know from his perspective what kind of mental challenges he went through with that type of transformation. Then after that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I also want to go into, as I said, I've been working for like 12 years. So you bear with me. I'll go through that as to how I got into the positions I got into. Um, and just the j- career journey that I've had. So that's what we got planned. I don't really know what else to talk about uh, on this one. So with that, just coming up to 30 minutes. Thank you for having a listen. I know it's a shorter one, but look, it's just thrown together last minute. And uh, with that, I hope you have a good Friday. Enjoy your weekend. And I hope to see you back soon.